This is Double Dickle Podcast. I'm Bragg and I'm here with Stumpy. Yo, what's going on? Oh yeah. Going alright? Going alright? Um, who you got over here? You've snuck someone else in. Yeah, I've got the um... I said me at the hour, it's been about a week now, but we've got him, um, we've managed to get, we had, um, Rob on a few weeks ago after the Perth regionals, and we've, um, managed to be blessed with the presence of Rick Flareon, who was the winner of the Melwood event, came out Woo! there with a very strong performance, and, um, yeah, he's been lucky enough to be joined by him, so how you going, Rick? Yeah, I'm good, how you guys going? Fantastic, just dealing with the aftermath of, um, Melbourne, I guess, being a week out now, how you feeling after it? Yeah, I feel really good, um sort of sunk in a little bit now so um yeah it's um i wish i had a successful feeling but no no <laughs> tournaments no nothing uh, i mean uh, so how like we can get right into melbourne i guess let's do it yeah let's, let's just, yeah let's just dive in we don't need to know about anything else let's go straight to straight towards melbourne yeah um so yeah the drive down that was pretty good have a few stumpy uh, how about how is how's driving 12 hours before a tournament for you yeah, not my best decision ever, but you know, it's alright. No excuses, no excuses. Got down there and um had a good time. Minor errors for the um getting the phones to work, but um it was um I know quite quite a successful day I thought and it's quite a really like a really, really fun event. I thought it was um very interesting. And it was really I thought the vibe in the actual place itself, considering like I reckon a lot of those players would never have done a live tournament before. Yeah. So I think that, that um I know, I think that was your first Rick, right? Yeah, it was. So first yeah. in person tournament, and it's like it's definitely a um. I know it felt really like really positive, even with all the errors and stuff. Everyone seemed to be even having a laugh, and you know it just seemed like a really good sort of just feel in the video. And I know they actually um the ESL guys and stuff sort of commented on how the um how it felt like it was a bit of a buzz even early on because we know obviously the lot of the people there's a lot of battlers that have through Arena Australis that were there, so yeah. I know that, that definitely that definitely um helped that you know it was people meet each other for the first time and you know a lot of guys there that i've been battling since season like start of season two for sylph so it was good to um i know you're a bit like new off rick but even still like the it was good to have we had seven out of the 11 um gym breakers team from new south wales yeah, team yeah there so that was pretty awesome to see like a bunch of those guys as well so i thought it was a um yeah pretty pretty good buzz even even with the technical difficulties which we sort of expected after perth but you know i thought it all went pretty smoothly yeah. Um, how how did you feel? Like, were you did? I mean, obviously, it probably didn't. But did the did the technical difficulties impact you, Rick? Um, uh, not really. I, I sort of it was funny because um, I was I was up in the first round and it ended up being like a two hour delay or something. Yeah. Um, so it was like you had like an hour to sort of prepare for that one match and then an hour to forget everything you sort of planned for so <laughs> yeah. um it's pretty interesting but um yeah by the time it was sort of time to battle i think everyone was just kind of relieved and um yeah just carried on from there yeah it didn't throw me off at all um and since they did they were telling us like what was happening we were free to get up and go to the bathroom and leave and stuff like we weren't trapped it yeah. was it was well communicated. It was like, hey, this this stuff happens, and you didn't, and but you still didn't rip us off of a good experience. So, yeah, well done, well done to the team running it. Um, really well. I did think that there was a um, that even with the hiccups and stuff, it didn't actually take away from the event at all. In the end, I think that the event ran really um was really like I know I've heard nothing really but positives outside of like you know 
there's very few things that I thought was um there were any complaints anyway that I've heard since I haven't heard much at all, which is great because it was a um that could have been an event where you know we were whinging about it a few weeks ago whether it was going to be you know 17 players that was original. Yeah. So yeah. imagine imagine the um imagine that that was a good um I think it was a really good showing for Pogo to show that oh yeah well we actually you know we've just put together the biggest tournament like ever run in Australia live, and that was one that was almost going to be 15, 16 players if they didn't um. They didn't open the registrations after the carnage there, so really well done all around, I think. Yeah. So it ended up with was it fifty three masters, one senior, one uh, one junior. Was two? Was there two seniors? Or was it just two seniors? I believe there's I believe there's two seniors. I, and no there was, I think I think there was no juniors, but there was a uh, there was a kid there that was battling. I know they battled you say a couple of times. So he said that there was a young guy that was battling, but I don't know if he was um like the only one or something because they they came in on the um. The second day there was the side events. Oh yeah, that would be really. That might be, that might be a minor. That might be one. Ask Rick actually. What did you think of the um the noise coming from the minor events on the like side events when you were trying to sort of get into crunch time of the actual main event? What did you think about uh, that? No, it didn't bother me at all. Um, I, I was pretty focused on what I was doing, so um, I just sort of blocked it all out. Yeah, well, that's good. I just yeah, I had a feeling that might, that might have been one of the things that um the sort of top I guess the top eight players i know that um one of the guys sort of mentioned it to the um the organizers and said what's the go with the you know is it going to be you know th this loud but obviously the um with the american ones the stream there's people you know screaming and getting excited yeah. about some of that so that's obviously that's just the nature of the live i think that's just the nature of live esports i guess in terms of you just have to be able to deal with noise and excitement outside of the while you're sort of concentrating which is is what it is Actually, I wonder if they put is it noise cancelling headphones on them? I wonder. They do for they do for the um for the like streams. I know they did for the American streamed ones, yeah. Because the um there was talk that um I know how there's no real way to prove it. There was talk that um one of the players had the noise cancelling on and actually could hear the casters, which is not good. Because I think one of the was like a scenario where it was a return sableye and they sort of said, oh they're baiting here, and the allegedly the player heard it. Yeah. So knew that it was a knew that it was a nuke, not a something to be able to like. So they knew not to try to call a bait. So that could be problematic in terms of how close the casters are to the actual players and things like that. If the noise cancelling things actually do enough. So, but like that's like you know that's something obviously we'd have to contend with in Melbourne. That's just something. Yeah, that they, so I'm like, glad we don't noise cancelling there. We get to hear all the gas. But I mean the the general mood. Like I don't think anyone really overstepped their bounds. Um. Not that I saw anyway. Everyone was kind of gave the players distance, but still enough to peek over and. Oh, we we trying so hard to watch. We were trying so hard to watch. And they were same as I know the um, I know the obviously the two content creators that were there. We had um, Zoe and Cricket were trying to get cameras in close as well to try to get the footage. And then um, I know it was hard to not want to peek and lean further when I was watching um, I think I was watching Vicious' point of view, and I was really trying to um, yeah, you want to, you want to see everything that's happening. But yeah. it's kind of hard when there's, you know, there's, you know, there's, you know, thirty or people trying to watch two screens from a distance. So you, with, with also not trying to get in the way of the players and distract the players. That's a good point, Rick. How how did you ignore just uh, Stumpy in your eye line trying to pack his beak? I I just sort of turned away from everyone and um, just yeah, head down. So aggressive, 
aggressively tapping as though his video showed. I know that's the yeah, point. No, no, no. <laughs> like, it's sped up. It was pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've never realized that you watch, like, watch people tap. It was so, some of the tapping was so aggressive. I, was yeah, like, I, I saw one guy who was even worse than me, like just smashing his phone. But... I don't know if you've watched, yeah. um, seen Kuchino Mom on Twitter, but she's like a good battle. She plays for um, Cool Cats in like, factions, quite a good faction in NA. She posts videos of her... Um, of her like yeah, like a GBL game where she does well, and um sometimes she forgets to turn the audio off like the background noise. So it's just oh, like yeah. just so and you can hear her tapping on like you can hear the tapping <laughs> in the background and it's so loud. It's like a finger's trying to go through the screen. It's so yeah, funny yeah. Every, time hear, every time you hear it. It's so and it's obviously sped up as well to like one like your one and a half. So it's um it's like so quick. <laughs> And you're yeah. like, man, some people must just, some people just mash their screens, mash their screens. Yeah, I, don't I know can't how, do it. I don't know how my phone survived this long, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, lucky, I know it was lucky that it wasn't your phone that had to um, damage yeah, exactly. the phone. Anyway, you were like, oh, these brand new phones are going to just smash these ones up. I know yeah. that Steve, PvP Steve had the unfair advantage that the, that's the actual phone he has is the ones they use. Oh. <laughs> he was like, he was like, can I just use my phone, guys? It's the same. <laughs> you know, I was like, shut up, Steve. He's been practicing on this whole time. He had the inside <laughs> scoop. Yeah, that's to trust the trust trust the PvP Steve himself to have the um, inside scoop on what phones they're going to use. I uh, <laughs> better get some practice in early. <laughs> yeah, the phones um, actually they they didn't feel too bad. Um, no, nah, well, it was weird because I had two my first two matches I played. The phone felt beyond smooth, like be, like the smoothest gameplay I've ever played on Pogo. Like I got um I had a matchup where I was um I think I wore ran into I think it might be a saber or something and um. They went. They got me low enough. I had I'd found a bunch of energy, and they got me low enough to um be one counter from Medicham. Mm. I sort of half expected a like a quick switch and snipe from Medi just to get rid of you know I'd lose like eighty odd energy. Yeah. And um, he switched, and I was able to switch into a Sableye immediately and not lose. Ooh. Like usually, you just get like if that was GBL, I would just got countered down. I wouldn't have had time. It wouldn't have been that smooth that I could switch. So I was like really surprised at how. And that was like, and it was no, it was no faster than I'd usually try it in GBL. It was like the normal. It wasn't like it was a really well anticipated switch or anything. It was just that I sort of switched. I saw the, I had time to see the mon get the mon animation switch and then yeah, press the like my own swap. So I was like, that shocked me to the point where I wanted to actually get that that clip just to show that that game was probably the smoothest game I've ever played to be honest. And that's the difference between losing like that game. I lose that game if I don't get that switch. It's just so it was just beyond beyond smooth. So you weren't counting up moves? What, count, what do you mean it was counting up moves? I don't really count anyway. Yeah. I try. But I, mean, I, I, play, I play off field more than anything, which is like probably not ideal. Probably should start trying to count a little bit better, but it's, you know, I'm so used to playing that way now, so it's kind of hard to break old habits, I think. How about you, Rick? But, Are you counting your counters from your duck? Uh, yeah, I definitely count <laughs> yeah i know yeah it's weird that it's weird a lot of players are like i know that um a few people some people play off um uh, did you count like that's probably a good question actually do you count the um do you count the amount of moves or do you count the energy um i count moves i sort of go based off um my own attacks and just sort of calculate how many how many turns they're up based on that oh yeah okay yeah, because I know that I know I count like I count lock-ons. Like I'll count by seconds on lock-on, things yeah. like that. But I won't count like because I I can't I don't, I struggle to count um individual. I, I struggle to count um individually um like lock-ons half turn moves. Same as bug bite like bug bite stuff like that. So I sort of just yeah, go off yeah, in seconds to moves as opposed to off. they're sort of a little bit different. But it's like it's one of those things. It's sort of preferences. Some things I count the ones that are like 
all the time matchups I count, but it's uh, the ones I'm really bad at are ones like where it um, changes after a certain amount of moves, right? Yeah. The one, they're the ones like, you know, like first earthquake for um, Swampert's one, it's one less to the next one, things like that. Same as Hydro. I struggle a little bit with those, but they're like, yeah, that's the, that's why I probably stopped counting with the ones where you, and then when they switch out and stuff, trying to remember what they're on when they switch out and things like that make it quite tough. But that's obviously where you, that, that's the that step up, isn't it? From the, the good battlers to the great battlers that can do that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I can only count and incinerate. <laughs> count incinerate. <laughs> all that incinerates. Uh, I do like. It. I said, well, speaking of incinerate, it's probably one to talk about the four top four. We had three talent flames. Yeah, wow. Well, which is quite. Um, we knew that fire was going to have a definite. We, 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 I don't mean myself, brag. We've been speaking about um, on the side about how we thought fire would definitely have a place, which is why I desperately tried to get Typhlosion in, but talent flame with that the flying typing and brave bird like it's just the moveset is so good for it made so much sense when it started when it came out as well well i saw that many it made complete sense that it was um gonna be as good as it was obviously and we had it and obviously we had you say was the only one that didn't but he had the um his awac was his fire of choice mm. which is still a strong fire but obviously it leaves a lot to lose a lot of um matchups where you'd sort of you know lose it to i believe it loses to talon and then there was a lot of lickies around as well top three as well had yeah. licky well, yeah. top three. I think it was gone yeah. third, and you say fourth or was yeah, third? So, third. Yeah. so yeah, the top three had Licky as well, and everyone had Sableye too, which isn't good for that. <laughs> yeah, well, I know. I the only game I really, the only thing I really struggled with Sableye was um, I had a the only game I couldn't bring it was when they had a um A nine because I was just too worried about getting counterspot by that. Mm. Yeah. So, but that was um, that was the only really. Apart from that, Sableye is just proving how it's just still one of the best Greylee ones. Full stop. Even its bad matchups aren't really that bad. Like the only thing that really is bad, like I guess even Char like Umbreon and Charmers really are the only real awful. Even the actually even the um Mandibuzz isn't god awful. Yeah, it's playable. It's got so much play. It's got so much play. It's such a silly um. I know Rob said that he um power gem. He has it here. He ran the shadow Sableye. <laughs> And he power, oh, yeah. gem, he, he power gem nuked a um, A9 as well. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, it's such a... So it's just got so much play in like, any spot. And, you know, obviously, that's the reason why it's been... Probably, it was obviously a top four. It was in everyone's team in the top four. Yeah. Has your stats, yours level 51 or what? Um, I don't think it's 50, but it's like 47 or something. Yeah, it's, just, it's just the best one I had, so, yeah. Did you build a new one for the weekend, or did you, like, upgrade your one? No, I've had it for a while. Okay. I know I built mine on the way down. <laughs> Literally, right. I, I threw, like, 30 XL in into mine to get it done. <laughs> I was just, like, so I just couldn't. And now and I'll have to build another one later anyway, because it's only 47. It's only, like, a level 47 and a half or something, yeah. so. But, yeah, what other notables? Obviously, the duck was huge. Uh, yeah. So, uh, why duck over Medi if that's, was the, if that's the swap? Which... Um... I did a few practice tournaments with um, Medicham and Deoxys. I thought I was going to use one of those, um, but I just I just didn't like it. Um, I just kept getting trapped on ghost types and stuff. Hmm. Um, and I use Surfetch a lot in GBL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a comfort pick, you reckon? Yeah, and I know it it does like reasonably well against all the ghosts and stuff. So I, I just sort of um, went for that. I, I did do a practice tournament with the surfish as well and did um, really well in that so yeah I just stuck with it. yeah I wish I had a good rank one 
because yeah, mine's a bit too squishy, but I love that. It's it's always squishy. It doesn't matter. Squishy regardless. Yeah. Hagrid's yeah. generation yeah. one is still squishy. It's yeah. such, a, <laughs> like a, such a glassy duck. Yeah, it is a glassy duck, but I think all mine lose a bulk point. Like there's, no, like, there's a certain quick move where it's just like, oh, it's actually a, like I shouldn't be selecting this over many champ sort of ranking. Right. Yeah, no, that makes that makes sense. But it's like I said, it's like a um, but it's, it is definitely I do like the idea that it's um, you know, obviously they're not nice actually flake coverage, and you have to like it does as much as it's squishy it demands shields. People can't you can't get away. The amount the matches are completely. If they let the first one go and you boost and things like that, it's like yeah, it it just gets out of hand very quickly if they don't have um, especially if you don't have cover for it. Even like things like Sableye and stuff, you don't want to let many moves go. And obviously, you do have the um. The, you can sort of um, fake the break, break bird as well if you need to. Yeah, you've yeah, got that option sure. as well. If they don't know move sets, they can go. Oh, I might have to, I have to sort. You almost have to respect it, even if you're um, you know, things like a, I guess they talon flames and even um, well, pretty much anything. There's not many things apart from the steels. Nothing really wants to take brave birds from a duck, even though it's non-stab. No. It just hits so hard. I mean, you nearly have to shield it in case it's the fighting move. Oh no, you could hang. It's cross drop, isn't it? No, it's got no, it gets close combat. Yeah, close combat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think, yeah, it doesn't need it. It doesn't it's need the fighting charge. It doesn't need the fighting charge. So much counter damage. It doesn't need it. Yeah. And obviously, the leaf blade and night slash coverage is insane. You've got, it breaks up. And obviously, we saw that in the um the second best of three against, um, sorry, best of five against Vish, where it was, um, or third, actually, would be the third one. But the the final, you um, it broke that Swamp Bird Lickitung like call very well. Yeah. Um, so with the Talon Flames, is it because we've seen was it Shadow A nine, Canto, everywhere, else? Is there a reason why you went with it, Rick, or anyone else? Um, I actually can't remember. I think it was um because I was worried about like Scrafty was the main thing because I had mm. I had four things that were pretty weak to Scrafty. Yeah. Um. So Talon at least resisted the counters. So I think that's why I went with that over over the Nine Tails. Yeah. Yeah. Scrafty. I didn't see any Scrafty around. No, I didn't. Oh, I, didn't yeah. I think the, I think the Medis just scared the Scrafties away. To be honest. Yeah. It's just such a bad matchup first. Like Scrafty can almost get completely farmed down, and you can let the foul play go, and it's just like it. it obviously. It, you say about project anyone, but like up, up, like they're in the right spot. It's but even still against the rage, it still has to shield the focus blast. You know, it's yeah, not, yeah, it's not, not necessarily. And obviously, it's only there for. It's good for that. Um, I think the best thing it's there for. So maybe you're bringing it for um all the Sableye tray of Lickies. It's probably yeah, it's best. Uh, it's best spot, but it's also like I was a bit um, I know I looked at Scrafty really hard, then thought it's just like, I just can't justify it with all the medis around. Mm. Yeah, and then you've got the What's that, sorry? Oh, you've got, like, the Azum rules and stuff to worry about with this crafty as well, so it's 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 tough to use. Yeah, it's definitely a liability. Like, at least, like, the Medi can tank a player off and, you know, get some psychic yeah. damage, and it just feels like such a hard... It just has... It's one of those things that has so many hard walls in the yeah. meta that are quite, um, quite viable. So I was, I was, I was still surprised not to see a few more, though. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I didn't see any um, Araquanids all day. Did did you did you guys? Uh, I don't think so. I think maybe round one I might have seen one, but um, yeah, yeah. I don't like. I saw one, but it didn't come out. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, just looking across the room all day, I'm like, hmm, it's a bit weird. Where do they go? Where do the water bugs go? <laughs> I, I think it's a bit overrated for the, um, for the show six format. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's similar problems to Scrafty. It's just got a lot of hard counters, so it's hard to bring. Yeah, you don't want to... And again, there's so many things against, like, you know, get stuck against. It's like, even though it's neutral, it doesn't really... It's kind of like in the Basti way as well. Kind of like it's... There's no, like... It gets so walled by Reggie. It's so walled by, like... I don't know, even like the... Even, like, the Sableye matchup isn't even that good for it. Like, it's meant to be, you know, there's so many things it just doesn't do. Yeah, no, exactly. It's there, it's there as, like, an anti-water, really, but it's like... I think it was good for, um... It was good for, like, the, um... The talent save, I guess the talent Sableye Medi one, like every team, not talent, sorry, um, the Medi Sableye and Warring were like on every team, yeah. for, and there was double wars. I know a lot overseas there was this, um, yeah, Warring double, double, yeah, was around as well. It was most of them were on an earthquake as well, not sludge wave. So I know that, um, there was a lot of people wanted thought, oh yeah, we'll bring that because it all, you know, wars things like Warring, but it still didn't. There's still so many Warring around, there were so many, um, Swamps and things like that. I just it didn't seem like it even had that much play, even after all the talk about it. And then Reggie obviously was everywhere, like absolutely everywhere. It makes sense, I guess. Uh, it's such a like I think that's that'll be the um next Nerf mod, I think. Oh no! Oh, um, <laughs> I think Zap Cannon yeah. will get the, Zap Cannon will get the thirty percent treatment, not the hundred percent guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah, I think Ultra League Reggie's pretty busted, so. Yeah, it makes the it makes the Tina matchup slightly worse. That's about it, right? Yeah. Well, it's you still win that, I think. That's nuts. That's that. Oh, I guess yeah. It's Dragon Breath. It definitely yeah. It's going because it's the debuffs, doesn't it? It's so like it's bulky, but it doesn't got no. It's got no attacking ability. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's so silly. Um. So yeah, with that, uh, actually, yeah, the last thing I know about the meta is no Trev in top four either. The burbs, I guess, and the lickies. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I think everyone just went Sableye over Trev. Yeah. Uh, I guess Trev's a bit last year, and yeah, I don't, I don't know. The double yeah. double ghost as well. I thought I didn't see many double ghosts as well. I thought I was going to see. No. I was expecting a lot of I was expecting a lot of you know Trev Sableye, but it was just Lickitung. There's a lot more Lickitung than I thought it was going to be. Like I know it's a good mon. Like I bought it myself, having not really used it that much. So I think I learned a lot about like Lickitung's viability in this format purely from that event. So yeah, Licky's was really strong for me. So um, I'm not surprised it was on almost every team, to be honest. <laughs> I, I actually, for some reason, I was surprised. I don't know why I was. Maybe because I thought I did think the Medi matchup was a lot. I actually did think the Medi matchup was a lot um, less, like you know, less favorite. I thought it was more favorable for Medi, which it really wasn't. I was like, man, because I had I just hadn't played enough Licky and have like you know you don't really see it that much in GBL. Like, there's not many formats where I've really seen Licky that much in terms of just like GBL personally. I don't know if that's just I don't know. I've always never felt like I've seen too many of them. So I don't, and yeah. I don't really run Medi in GBL. So it's maybe just not a lack of like knowledge in that regard of playing the matchups. Just for some reason, I just didn't think it was um going to be as strong as it was but obviously top or three in the top four had it and it was i think know, it was, was the top four. nah oh yeah you said did yeah you did so yeah four four yeah you said did run it was just, it was just confused the graphic has 
I'm like, yeah, has it all. Yeah. second, and all the other ones are on the right. I was like, oh, everything like lined up. Even the save lines are lined up in the right spot. I was like, oh, they're all the right same. I just got yeah. absolutely sort of weird to put that out of place. <laughs> but yeah, land so, your tongue. But obviously, um, yeah, stupidly bulky. It's just like a third and fourth shield. Yeah, I know. I know. A few times where you played it, where you literally just threw it into a talon, and it's like don't have to shield anything. <laughs> yeah. Compressor, compressor shields. It just feels like it's so stupid. Just wears things down. Yeah. Um, so yeah, on that note, we can move right along to Mexico. Re no, let's, yeah, let's just go to Mexico. Let's do it, Stumpy. Right now. Mexico City Regals. Yeah. Um, we had, oh, I just assume winner was Mato, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is on there. So we do have a thing. Did you catch any of this, um, Rick? I don't um, know if it was, I don't know if it was streamed. Uh, it was no. like, I think the finals might have been streamed to a Facebook page or something, but... Yeah, so I believe there's footage out there. But obviously, I know you know Mardo, but he's a very um, very well known, very elite self battler. Right. Okay. So very, very high level. Um, like I'm, I when I saw his name as the winner, I was like very, like very unsurprised. I was like, well, that makes complete sense because he's, yeah, he's, he's been the top of um, like that sort of the Mexico tournaments and stuff for years since like season one self. So definitely, um, he'll be you know, one of the contenders over in london i'd say up there in terms of um you know he's right. i think he ranked he ranked top five sylph in a few of the seasons i'm pretty sure in terms of sylph ranking right Might have so, to out. <laughs> yeah definitely definitely have a look he's um and obviously interesting team he had the obviously there's been some inspiration from vancouver with cindy's win so she, there's the um you got the uh, the canine shadow canine shadow warring he had the double ghost trev and sableye so trev it's good to see trev winning a Division yeah. it just seems like the metas are slightly the metas are slightly different. Um, yeah, you know, I guess not from it seems like it's good to see that the variety of metas are different overseas compared to here. I know there was a um, there's a lot of obstacle in the um, the Japanese tournament, I believe, as well. Yeah, so actually, some, I some... forgot to pull the um, the results of that, and that's like the one I watched. <laughs> yeah, so they were um, that was it. And he had obviously Reggie and Azu, so the bulk of the team there as well. So again, it's hard to it's hard to pick holes in here. There's really met teams. There's obviously something that's going to be pretty strong against it, but overall. They're all, all these teams, same as the top four from Melbourne. There's really hard to find too many holes, and that's why the team's obviously performing well. It's just, even with it, I didn't feel like, um, it didn't feel like win lead, win game was too, like, because I know a lot of people have been pretty critical of the open format, but I haven't found it like the RPS thing that everyone thinks it is. A couple of games, obviously, here and there, but I think there was a lot of, um, there's a lot of, there's, it felt like a pretty decent, there's a meta play to like, play out of trouble if you got a poor lead, it felt okay. Yeah, I mean, I've I lost a I lost like winning a lead to Kev. Um, that was I'm like, oh well, there we go. Can't really complain about that. I just I just sucked. Did yeah. uh, Did you win many leads in the day? Just looking back at Melbourne real quick. Um, yeah, I I I yeah, I made a lot of really good calls with like team um, comps. Um, so yeah, I, I won a lot of leads. Um. But I was able to come back from a few lost leads for sure. Yeah, I think that's the power of um things like Licky as well on a safe swap. Where yeah. Like, I think like, Licky, yeah. I think Licky leaves you open for um. And even if you don't retake switch things like the Medicham matchup where it forces them to shield, like because Medi will counter swap it as a general rule, you get a fair amount of times. So they'll have to shield to then keep. If they, even if they, I think even if they have pup, if they're slightly slow, you can still get to the um. You can still force a second. You can always force a shield at least them to hold switch and then you've got things like as well talent flame 
a Talonflame farm down felt like a very common strategy. And then well, yeah, there's, nothing, there's nothing there's nothing in the meta that wants to come into that. Like nothing. Yeah. I know I know I, I led a lot with um Licky just to try to get the Medi on it to free up my Warrene or something in the back. Um uh, yeah. I, I didn't really feel like I needed to win the lead every game to win. Which I think is a positive of the um a positive side of the um current meta that it does feel like there's some and and they said even though you double weak essentially if you say you've got leaky lead and war in the back you double weak to medi essentially but because how strong medi is obviously the uh, how strong leaky is you can sort of wither the um if you wither that um medi down it's not yeah, got a lot of yeah. it's, it can't do anything to the um warring and then if that gets farmed down you've got a safe warring and then i know i noticed how many times you and um vish were in the warring um Talonflame matchup. <laughs> yeah. That seemed to, that seemed to happen a lot. I look over and I was like, oh man, they're at it again. This is the Talonflame warring just the Yeah, we we just seem to keep leading it and um yeah, it was pretty funny. Crazy because you would have played so you would have played would have been you've played Vish all best of fives when you played him? Um I played him it would have been what twelve times I think. 12 battles, so yeah, potentially, yeah, potentially yeah. 15 if you went all the way on each of them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he went two because you, you, you went to. So you went through. He went 3 1 in this first one, and then you went 3 1. Yeah, the so first, first one was five games, then um, second one, four games, third one, three games. Yeah. It was that was the. Um, I guess that's the positive of going through the upper bracket, right? You can. Um, you've got that second chance to adjust, and um, obviously you made the correct adjustment with the, um, the fetch in. The thumb. Yeah, it's good to have um the, the chance to sort of realize what you did wrong and then um correct it in the next battle. So yeah, That's but right. it can be it can be bad as well if um it happens the other way to you. So well, if you lose, if you end up losing both, you're like, well, the bit of bit of feeling of like being in the. I know that happens a little bit in the um this similar games that play this format. It's a bit of I think it's always a more demoralizing if you've gone yeah. to the bracket and then you end it you only have to lose two games like everyone else but it happens in um back to back in the final you're like oh well I mean floors all the way to here yeah that's right yeah that but that that can happen yep so any more um mix here you reckon brag or we reckon um, we're pretty we've we we're 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 since we're about to pivot from registeel talk because milwaukee did have an interesting thing with their two winners um with registeel like if they do nerf um zap cannon what happens to the people that use elite TMs on it? Um, that would feel kind of bad. It would feel kind of bad, but that's the nature of the game, right? Yeah. How many times have, there's been so many mons that you've built, and then they've now like look at look at the meta across the board and how things change and how mons yeah. aren't viable now. From I know how how long have you been playing um GBL four, Rick? Oh, since the start. You so you pre you play preseason and everything like that. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you look back and go, oh, well, I built, how often do you use Altaria in GBL now? Yeah, I, mean, like, oh. I, I think I've built three Altarias and I don't use them, don't use any so, of them. So anymore. you go, oh, well, they gave it a calm day and it's got better moves now, but now we don't use yeah. it because they, because they just, because they, they release G-Fisk and release Reggie, like, you know, they make Reggie better and, like, you know, they, there's all this, and obviously Wolverine, there's no, there's no space for Altaria like there once was. But you, we, we just—it's just the nature of the game. You build stuff, and eventually, it may not be as good as it was. Same as they're going to nerf. They're probably going to nerf, um, nerf ice school spear. Yeah. And I use two elite TMs on a um on a shadow. 
Oof. So you go like, oh, it's it's just part of the game, and you know it's it's it is what it is. You know, I built this whole team, and my team's really strong, and they release things like, you know, Araquanid or Trev. Like Trev broke a few calls when that came out, and you're like, well, it's just what we always do. I think is just players just learn to adjust. I know, if, especially if you're playing GBL since season one or preseason, the um, Ultra League meta was just the first season of Ultra that I played was just like every team was Reggie, Giratina, Tokius every single game. Mm. Same as open open masters was like every team was to- Tokius, Diagonal Safe Swap, and Giratina in the back. So it's like it's got come a long way, but it's also like actually, yeah, it, I wonder if just... we get if we get Megas eventually like full time. I wonder if that will make a few things about up in, irrelevant. But that's Master I, League talk later, I guess. I don't know. I don't know about. I don't think they're. How do you dabble in Master League, Rick? Um, yeah, I like Master League. Um, it's normally. I normally hit legend in Master League, so um, yeah. Oh, yeah. But um, I think um, just on that, like um, for me, I always just power up something or elite team it only if I'm going to use it, and then once I've got my use out of it, if they change it, then whatever. Yeah, I think I'm very much the same yeah. in that regard. Of like, it doesn't really bother. Yeah, you know, because how much dust I don't know about you guys, but I worked out how much dust I spent on like PvP mods. <laughs> Over, um, I did like the calculation of like just on, I think on just on double moves, I spent like 31 million dust. <laughs> and it's like, but that's all part of, like, you know, that's from, you know, it's over years. And you're like, well, you know, and I've got like, you know, and you've, most of us have played GBL for a long time. You've earned like, you know, 20 odd million dust from yeah. GBL. So it's like, it, what's, what's dust at the end of the day? Speaking of dust, we have a bit of a, a fun story from last night, Greg. Oh. <laughs> Bragg. So last night we were um doing a doing a trade for old Bragg. He wanted to try for try his luck on a um Greatly Cresselia for my partner. Go to line the trade up for him, and someone has sixteen thousand dust and has to go collect some dust so that we could do a trade <laughs> for him. Look, I had to max my Mewtwo right then and there. The shadow one. Oh, uh, you got it. You got a level 50 shadow? Yeah. Nice. It was like, well, I have to do it now. Matt, I'm quickly dra- I'm quickly going to interrupt and grab a drink. You guys can continue the, the flow. I'll be back shortly. Oh. All right. <laughs> get, get me a beer too. Uh, yeah, it was... Uh, it's a 98? Yeah, 98 with 15 def- uh, 14 defense. So I was oh, like, right. oh, I probably should commit to that because that's really good. But then, yeah, I'd max that. <laughs> it's just I'm too impulsive. Like it's just I'll power up something that I'm not going to use in for a few weeks, and then go. Oh shit! I really wish I had this thing this week. Yeah, I mean, bloody fascist. honestly, I, I can't I can't blame you for that. Me too. I, I would have done the same thing. <laughs> yeah. It. Now let's hope they actually let's hope they never nerf shadows. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, I wonder if they're due to make Purify beat it, though. Because that's what I think they were originally intending to do, as purified mons have an advantage over shadow mons. Yeah, I remember hearing, like, a rumor they were going to do that. But that was, like, at least a year ago. Yeah, yeah, it was... And I haven't heard anything since, so... <sighs> That'd be pretty wild. Apologies, beverage required. what I miss? Uh... If they were, if they make purified mons better than shadow mons, eventually. Well, oh, they can't do that, can they? And then I would have wasted however much extra 
XL candy on that dumb oh, yeah. meter. Yours is a good meter, though. It's not worth it. it. You could purify it to a hundo, that's right. But would you yeah. want to, though, is the problem? Just because it's kind of cool to have a decent one as a shadow, right? Well, I guess the shadow art looks good, but if they and made purified better... You would just do one of your other ones, right? And not be a hundo, it'd be fine. My other one, like, completely sucks. Yeah, it's kind of that, it's a weak conundrum. It's like the... Oh, the, no, my other one's my only level 15, isn't it? Oh, wait, no, I got one from the level 50. Uh, you get one, yeah, exactly. No, you don't get one. You get a shadow, do you? No, no, yeah, level 15, a level 15 oh, one. Too. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, I think the shadow's my only Great League Mewtwo. I must have misplaced it. Or did it go above oh, like Purifying, purifying legendaries. I don't think it'll ever do it because it takes away the... Purifieds already have some sort of... Like, they have an advantage in some regards, right? But there's only really... Well, they don't, though, do they? It's only really Sableye. Yeah, what it's... Oh, what other, what other, what other, what other purified mon... Well, well uh, the purified mon is better than the is better than the shadow or the normal form. I don't think there's I don't think there's any. There's a a blue looking one. Wobbuffet. Well, oh yeah, Wobbuffet. So Return mm -hmm. Wobbuffet's okay, but that's like really you know, really niche self battling, right? Not really, and maybe like the, the restricted GBL modes. Even what? then, like that's Why is the there only no Wobbuffet in Open Great League. That's my I think, problem. I think the only other time I've ever seen it was a um. I had someone use it with um a Golbat against me, and I was like, in a meta where there was Registeel, so I was really annoyed. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, you just wall yourself even harder to a Regi. I'm like, oh man. But like, yeah, that's the only other time. You very you see it on the occasion. I think oh Dusclops. Purified yeah. Dusclops is a um. That's one that's I think viable, well, relatively viable. So there we go. So there's a couple that are around, but really the only the one, the only, the only meta, this discount's nice, but the only meta one really is Sableye. It's a proper good mod. And then, Wobbuffet's Wobbuffet, but whatever. It's a 1200 CP mod. How dare you. <laughs> um, so we'll move on to Milwaukee. Did any of us get to catch any of uh, this coverage? Um, I've not seen the final day yet, um, but I saw a bit of the first day. Yeah, I'll watch. Oh, I haven't rewatched the final day, but I'll definitely get around to watching that at some point. Yeah, it's always fun to watch. Well, I did that with um the Vancouver event as well. I did the um watch the second day. Just I just don't know. I just don't know if I was. I don't even know what time it sort of ran. I just wasn't. Obviously, wasn't paying too much attention. I guess it started around midnight for us. So. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, it makes sense why we weren't too. Yeah, I was watching um the TCG one this morning, and then noticed the uh, the drama. And so then went to that one, spooled back to watch the drama. Well, you, well, you, well, you brought it up, so let's talk about it. <laughs> 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 we we were we weren't going to touch on it because we we're like, oh, Twitter's done the job for us. But very interesting and very controversial, obviously, bringing the incorrect mon and being allowed to rematch. I think that's the the biggest gripe. I think isn't necessarily, regardless of the player it was. I believe that it was just if the rule was the reason why they get team sheets and we all had to put enter SCPs and names of the mons was so that to avoid this problem, right? Yeah, the fact that they let it continue through, it should have probably been an automatic disqualification. Make him, make him quit the match sort of thing but 
He kept no, they, they 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 play out the matchup. That's I think that bit's fine. Playing out the matchup's probably fine. I think unless it's the game, unless it's game one, is it like, the issue might be is it does it give away additional information? Well, that's, I think the that's, the only, that's the only thing is it like is it is it giving away information for their team? Just like it, obviously it was um it was against that bird power right the senior yep. division player. Yeah. Um, I know what your thoughts are on this, Rick. Staying very quiet. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't think it should have been a rematch. Um, the fact that he even disputed it is a bit, um, I don't know, not very sportsmanlike. So um, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't think he deserves to be bullied or whatever. But um, no, that's the. Yeah. I think that's a good. That's I think that's a really good address. Is I don't think there should be. Obviously, the player has had a few similar scenarios. Day one, there was a dispute on their end as well. They got um. That wasn't um, put through, and then there was obviously the one at um. Oh, what was the event? The last one in America, I can't remember where it was. It was in Indianapolis, was it? It was in Indianapolis. There was another similar occasion where there was, I believe, four. I think it was two rematches in a row, Oof. based based on one turn lag. <laughs> so one turn lag can matter at points. Yeah, definitely. But. but it likely didn't make too much of a difference in those scenarios as well. But again, it's one of those things that I don't think the backlash is completely, it's on the organizers to address it and not, I guess the Twitter people to go mental. Obviously the chat was going ballistic when it happened, which is always going to happen. That's like any esport though. That's happened in multiple, that's happened in every esport ever. I've had these sort of things happen. It's very normal to see Twitter drive. I know what the TCG community is like brag, but I don't know if there's anything that sort of has blown up like that before. Oh, if... Actually, I, I, I haven't been in TCG long enough to know reactions to this grey area stuff. It's only ever when people get caught cheating. But, yeah. And this this wasn't cheating per se, but at the same time, you've got to have these penalties in place and be wary of people doing this, even by accident, because there could be a deliberate... Like, this does alter the game. Like, selecting that and then kind of... If that is what happened. Like, however it happened, it happened. Gotta be, gotta be careful there. I, um, think the, I think the discussion with... um, I think I've sort of said before in the past, I know we've um, sort of discussed it with a few of the Jim Breakers guys, that um, the players that haven't... I think from my perspective of... I don't know how much, like, competitive sport you guys have played, but from this aspect of someone that's played a bunch of sport when I was growing up, there's always the, there's rules, right? And there's the black and white rules and you can enforce and follow those rules, right? You can go and do that. But I don't think that that is always, the letter of the law is always correct in that regard that you can, you know, say in, I guess, soccer, for example, or football, if you're from the UK, it's like a, <laughs> ones where they think there's a poor decision where a guy gets, a, you know, they call a penalty for when it wasn't and they have to enforce the rule that yeah. the players will just kick the ball out and not score the goal. Things like that where you go, it's not right, you know, it's, the rules are rules and you got to enforce them, but you don't have to take advantage of that if you think it's not in the, I guess, the spirit of the game aspect is probably where I'm going. Yeah. Like, yeah. they had, the, I mean, they had, the, like, the, the benefit of the doubt was handed over to them. Why not also give it back of, don't appeal it, don't make this bigger, like... Yeah, but it also happened to um I believe one of the um another player bought a Celebi accidentally in one of the games and it was instant forfeit in the same tour in the same in the same yeah. I don't know if it was the same tournament or it was the same um I don't know if it was Milwaukee but it was one of the play Pokemon, one of the most recent ones 
Because yeah, yeah right. you, do, like, you like, could get information on what they just threw as their lead. It's I know when like I just get mad at people that might try and do it. And go, Ugh, well they know what I led, so they know how I'm thinking. There's it definitely just, it feel yeah. it just feels dirty and I just kind of yeah. I wish as yeah, as I said a bit more sportsmanship would have been nice. Yeah, I definitely think there was there was definitely lacking in that regard. But hey, the guy does the the obviously the ramifications are quite severe for the player who's been dropped from their org for um for who obviously you know there's obviously some um there's it's obviously a paid position and they're um representing quite a probably the biggest org in terms of um, um PVP I'd say mm. by actually by a long way I think they're probably in terms of um I guess there might be some bigger ones that are like you know through South America and stuff but obviously it's we're more we get more information from the North American circuit and stuff like that, but they're quite, um, you know, got two competitive factions and they're quite a big name. So it is obviously the player has got some, has dealt with some serious consequences because of it, but that is that because of all the backlash or is that because of, you know, is there other things that we don't know about that's probably led to it as well Yeah. with the other event and now, so that player has to deal with that and they'll probably continue to battle and they're going to be going to London anyway. So I don't think it should I don't think it should carry over, but obviously there's a lot of um, people that it's left a bad taste in their mouth because that play, the player they played against, obviously has to deal with um, the loss as well after all that. So, well, uh, Bird Power Thirteen, um, who took a loss because of uh, that debacle, uh, did get to become senior division champion. So, well done, her. Um, He's going to London anyway, so that's good. Yeah, very good. And, and obviously, yeah, the, you a... know, the winner of Milwaukee is probably good to talk about as well. Yeah, Rise. I don't know if he, you know you know much about Rise, Rick. Uh, yeah, I watch his videos a bit, so... Um, yeah, so you'd yeah, know... Yeah, it's, it's good to see that he won it. Yeah, he's definitely a good player, and I'm not surprised. Yeah. I think he's up, he's in the yeah, top three areas for, um, still franking the season as well. At the moment, I think he's sitting right up there, and, um... Obviously, interesting, Obstagoon, our thoughts on that? Yeah, um... It's, it's pretty threatening to the team I ran, so, um... It's... If, yeah, it's not great for me if I'm playing they're on the same team, but um, yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, it beats Slickitung really hard. Um, it's sort of Walrene, Sableye, so yeah, it's got a lot of play, but at the same time, it, it's got a lot of hard counters too. So yeah, um, Charmers can uses nightmare. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, interesting. I'm, I'm keen to sort of check out the battles and see how he used it. So. I think looking at his team just at a quick glance, I hadn't had it really. Uh, it was the first time I've seen it here now. I think that his team looks like it's got a um lot of, a lot of hard checks to things that are like the strong safe swaps, right? So he's got like you know he's got the Sableye, Sableye Lickitung's like a common safe swap for across the meta, but you've got the a, the like the A nine stops that, and the Obstagoon stops the reliability of you know safe swapping a Lickitung. So I think it's it's a team that's sort of built around it. It's a lot of I wouldn't know. I think running my team, I would not you wouldn't know what to really lead against him. It wouldn't know what yeah. to play. You just like he's got. You don't have a real strong option. There's a lot of um matchups where you can go. Oh, I can just play this out. This like I can play out a neutral matchup, and they knowing full well they're not going to um. There's no real setup. They're, they're likely not going to have something safe to switch into in the back. There's nothing really strong against. And obviously he's got the G Fisk because he's probably. Which I think I saw a lot less G Fisk than Reggie, so Yeah, obviously. it's interesting. Like, I'm just looking at the teams now. Um all the top four have G Fisk and no Reggie, so Yeah, and, and he needed a um and he needed an answer. Obviously the um 
he needed an answer to Nidoqueen. So I think he needed the G-Fisk over the Reggie. Uh, yeah, gotcha. Looking at his team, I think yeah. that's probably one way you go. His team looks like the Sabre matchup's okay, but everything else is quite rough. Yeah. So there's maybe the maybe that's his thinking and going that, thinking, oh, I can't be that weak to... Yo, I can't be that weak to Nido. But I, again, I'd none of them on that I was... I, I thought I'd see a lot more Nido and didn't see any. Yeah, so, I, saw, I saw one or two, but yeah. I was like, just, there we go. Um, I, I think I saw two matches. Yeah. Because yeah, one was skipped and one was Kev. Grr. Yeah. So, definitely an interesting team. I, I do like the team, though. Obviously, I, was, I think this is a good bad play for the um, GFIS safe swap as well. Is pretty, even with the, um, even with the um, Metacham around, like a couple of Earthquakes isn't fun. And there's no real hard hitting. Like, Ice Punch is neutral and counter damage is all right. But it's not the worst matchup for GFISC. So you can probably, I reckon they might, without watching so far, I think there might be a couple of occasions where Sace will be GFS to draw out a, um, to draw out that, um, counter user and potentially sweep it up with Goon. Because mm. it's got a lot of, it's got a lot of play outside of the, you know, as long as it's not running into Azus and, um, not running into Azus and, um, Charmers, I guess, the counter users. There's not too many, too many issues for it. But again, it's one of those things, it's very polarizing, non loses hard, wins hard. Yeah, so it's a lot of things. Definitely, definitely interesting. I'd love to see how he plays because we've said in Japan there was a fair few of them around. So it'd be interesting to see how um Rice plays it. And obviously he's got obviously he's a player that plays off strategies. Like he he'll have a lot of lines in mind pre before the tournament before he even looks at team. He'll have probably there's a bunch of lines where he's obviously either double probably the the Azu double ghost line's quite strong. Things like that where they, there's a lot of solid lines where you can build it and go this will probably do okay and you could probably find ways around the broader meta really in any scenario regardless of what they've got. So, I don't know. I think he's, um, and obviously, the capability of the player as well. Yeah. If, he's, yeah. if anyone's going to find win cons, he will. That's what I'm, that's what I'm liking and seeing, like that, yeah, we have a pool of about 20 or 30, and the best comes out with it. Like, which seems fine to me. Yeah, there hasn't been anyone win one yet where I've gone, oh, it's quite surprising. They're all like every player is one one. You've gone okay. Well, these players, the people, even the people that qualify top twos, you're like, well, these are all players that I'm like I'll say I, I know for Melbourne myself, I like I, I was pretty like I knew that the top four I didn't lock in gone, but I thought the other three I was confident would have been there. Yeah. Previous to the day. So whereas I did um whereas the overseas ones are a bit harder to judge but there's still the players that come to the top they're like same as Mart like the Mexico one Mardo is like I was that I wasn't at all surprised when I saw him win I was like yeah fair enough couple a couple of the Sylph ones have been in the past the Sylph champions I've been a bit surprised about because they're a bit more um because the regionals are a bit more niche for Sylph you don't see your players you don't really play against players in that the, I guess the overseas communities as much as you do in your own sort of areas so. Few of them are surprising, but like I said, no. These are, although bird power, I'd never heard of bird power, so that's one that's been nice to see. Her. And a senior division as well that went. So how does the? I'm not. This is a weird thing. I don't know how this worked. The senior division, but she was um, playing against masters players. So yeah, they enter. Yeah, they entered that bracket, and then the senior who performed the best. Like they just do that to get some resistance up, and then you can calculate matches off the end there. But I suspect. So, she, she might have been the only senior. So they didn't do this in Melbourne for what reason? Not to. So did they just make them play in... They played um, each other. They played each other, each other and, and then, then bug it off? 
I think that was it, wasn't it? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, so that's, I found that yeah, quite strange. That's how they did it overseas. I've definitely... When they hit a certain number, though, they just play in their own division, but I've definitely seen seniors in Masters TCG tournaments before. But I do not recall the exact justification. And what's the age where it goes to seniors? Uh, is it 12 to 16? No, just so that's no twelve to sixteen be juniors, right? No, 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 twelve to sixteen seniors, and then six, then seventeen and above's masters. Oh, okay. I'm stupid. Ignore me. Yeah. So I thought there was. I thought it was. I thought there was. I thought masters was in like was older. No, masters is well, everyone above sixteen. Oh, yeah, I'm so yeah. stupid. <laughs> I did say thought like because I thought the seniors will. I generally thought senior well, that made. I thought it'd be junior division and then be masters, wouldn't it? No, juniors, no, seniors, masters. Juniors, okay. So what's juniors between like first twelve? Well, yeah, five to twelve. Five to twelve. Okay, interesting. Okay, so senior and then us. Okay, that's cool. So yeah. bird powers. Yeah, that's that's interesting. They played. Um, well, that'd be really good. Hopefully, they they funded for the senior division champions. So they'll be the GP on the yep. paid side. Yep. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. I feel like that's a little bit of justice for the for that matchup to be honest yeah I feel like that's yeah. kind of nice kind of little yeah. I feel like that's kind of a little bit of good karma for um going her way and also she's really good she yeah like, well, she's really, like, really great bad luck. like a senior performing that well against masters like that's yeah. good good to see good yeah, well, to bloody see yeah well apparently the senior like I said the senior player that played against um you say said that he, even you say was like who's you know great battler he was just like it wasn't you know guy got touched up a couple of games <laughs> so he's like so it's good to see um that there is a obviously it's a harder game to get the junior like juniors sort of i guess like going juniors but um below 16s it's kind of hard it's a hard game to really get involved in especially post-covid stuff now yeah it's really hard to play you know because how many parents want like you know 12 13 year olds going out and playing pokemon go with like adults and going out raiding and it just feel, it's just like it's not really catered for that unfortunately so hopefully that there's more eyes on it further yes in this regard now people can realize they can do this stuff from home and they can sort of afford to you can you know you can go out and build like you know the teams that are all there like a the best your team of six right you can go out and build with just gbl you can you don't have to really catch anything get get a couple of them and then you can build the bonds pretty much with the dust you get from GBL, so it's actually yeah. playable for children in that regard for the GBL side. So it's probably a good focus for the game to get to younger players now, I think. Then their brains are quicker and they're they're more oh, yeah. video games. Yeah. <laughs> Lee, you sound like an absolute boomer yourself there, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, just getting my ass kicked by my kids all the time. So suck yeah. at every game, I tell well, you. Well, I went and played COD for the first time in like, I hadn't played COD for like, since I was probably like, you know, 17, 18, I hadn't played like real consistently and I went and played, went back and played. Mates were like, oh, I'll download this and have a bit of a crack with us. We jump on, I jump on with him. And I was like, ah, oh, lads, I'm done. <laughs> there's no, there's no, there's, I'm not, this is so far gone now. I'm so far behind what I you could do when I was like, this, it's just crazy how 10 years is like people in their late 20s, I don't know, are just like, you can't compete with the young, like younger players. It's just they're too fast, too much time to play. I know I can't. So, like brags up catch, issue. catch catch Stumpy not in the seniors bracket, and I don't <laughs> like I don't belong in in any of these brackets. Just brain too slow, too slow. Yeah, 
Rick's yeah, it, it, is, it, it is one of those. It is one of those games though, because it's very um, it's very easy to make mistakes in. I I think Pogo PvP. I think there's it's, and it only takes a small error to cost games. It's not much. Yeah, you got to make a lot of split second decisions. So um, it's very easy to misclick something or just do something stupid. That's a <laughs> ha- happens I, to everyone. It's happened to me three weeks in a row in factions. <laughs> I got I I did the old um we we also got touched up by the um Timbers brag, yeah and um they did us worse than they did you did you guys actually <laughs> um we um I caught an overheat on an A slash <laughs> which is the most bold strategy of all time I just don't know and like looking back I knew what I tried to do when I looked at the footage and I was like that is just such a poor error but that's like that's just like game completely it was already close to French game over and like that's like oh might as well just nail in the coffin <laughs> just hope <laughs> hope this is a rock move and see if I can get away with it but I was like no nope, just let it go and see what happens and it was like yep okay that's fine damn the joy of the joy of factions and the joy of it is like I said that's why I think that's what is fun though because when you watch players that like watching the high level games you go well this is just like the guys knowing they've after the first couple of games you know oh well I know this mob win CMP now so I could afford to over farm and force CMP here to then mm-hmm. make them make a make them make a tough call. Yeah. yeah, I think that that um that definitely showed. I know you said especially in um the games with you and Vish it was very clear to see that, that was um there was a lot of um especially with the incinerate matchups there was a lot of um knowing when to try to sneak and throwing on throwing to almost force over you know because you can sort of if you throw on fourth turn for an incinerate you can almost force them to overtap as well. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you make you make them have to undertap and that's an easier to make. Good, good players can like I don't know about like you guys but I know that I've had games where I've my win cons been yeah well it happened to gone we all heard that so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that definitely that definitely um we definitely all heard about that and it's like I said that would have been and I guarantee I could almost guarantee that Vish would have played that to make that the make that a, yeah. an opportunity because that's what you got to do you got to go well this is my the best chance of me win this game is him making a mistake now because he's played well up to this point so if I can maybe force an error, then we'll, that's that's the game changer, and that's and it can be the be the case. So there's a lot of strategy, and obviously the timing of throwing moves as well goes without saying. It's just so like you know that makes it's win or loss. And I don't know how the game went for sneaks and stuff. How did you find that for? I think it happened a couple of times. I saw Vish was a little bit frustrated with a couple of matches yeah, there where right. you threw back to back. I remember one in particular where I got a deny, which um, yeah, pretty much cost him any chance of winning that game yeah i think you're two i think you got two in a row i remember that there was one i i know i had i had two i had two um icicle spears built up on warring and like one hp and he came in talon and yeah that's right that was it yeah and i i denied the first one so it it allowed me to get both in which got me a shield and yeah i ended up winning that game because of that yeah, that's that's the crazy like that's the I know there was that was another controversial side of Milwaukee. There was talk that the um the person on the on one of the sides always denied and the other one didn't. Like yeah, one phone actually, it was like one phone. Was... I remember I remember seeing um when I was skimming through it um yeah I think it was the phone on the right was always it always looked like it was delayed. But yeah. I, I'm guessing it was just the way it was sort of set up um. Is they might not have been in sync on the stream, but I doubt it was like consistently that bad. If it yeah. was, then that's a big problem. But um, yeah, 
you know, I think I saw a tweet that was pretty much like, imagine paying all this travel money, flights, accommodation, ticket to the event, to then get unlucky and sit in the wrong chair. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's like, that's like the, that's the real, this is the stuff they sort of have to really address in terms of, this is like where Play Pokemon have done their best to run these events smoothly, but they can only run it as well as the game will operate. So yeah. there's the side of where they'll go, maybe we just... Maybe maybe it's now it's now on Niantic to then go. All right, well we've got a lot of buzz around the game now. I know that the the numbers of people watching streams of Pogo now has gone up because of it. Mm. So it's now on Niantic side to go. All right, maybe we have to put a little more um, effort into making this game as smooth as possible. Whether it's dedicated servers and things like that that might run a bit more smoothly. Some sort of system. I know I don't know how dedicated servers would work for this, but it would make it probably better in a way but it's also like it's hard it's hard to say if it would fix it because at yeah. the moment i know that there's a big talk there's a big talk around the obviously we always say apac always says um yeah we always have issues with um everything the, we always seem we always seem, we always have <laughs> seen issues with you know the, the i don't know i don't know how true it is the sneaks and the seems like americans always deny and then you know it just seems like that's the thing but i don't know I don't want to buy too much into the sneaks and stuff. I just wish that part of the game was consistent because that's yeah, probably yeah. the big, that's the biggest crux of the moment. It happened. It's happened a few times now, and it's it's not super often, but the sneaks do make a huge difference, especially on the longer term moves. Happened a lot in um gym breakers for myself. I know that um especially with how many Galvanic sort of stuff floating around, the four turn moves going through and even incinerates as well. It's so it makes a huge difference. That five turns for free. Oh, sorry, the five turns for free is ridiculous. Yeah, it is. It's just a, and it's a, it's game, it's beyond game changing. Like, that's why it's almost incentive to use the, um, there's almost incentive with this game at the moment to use the longer term moves purely for that. Yeah, or, or to use like the one turn moves just so you, you don't have to, um, always CMP tie or always, sorry, you can always throw not, not aligned. So, you can th yeah, you can throw one turn before yeah. every time instead of having yeah. to throw, like, instead of having to go, oh, well, I've got to give away two turns instead of potentially giving away five. Yeah, that's right. You have to make a sacrifice of... You still have to always make a sacrifice, right? Yeah, so you're always losing a turn, but it's consistent at least. Consistently one turn or two <laughs> turns instead of... Consistently one or two turns instead of five, which is crazy. Yeah. I think that's a... Yeah. That's like the current way you play. But that's... Yeah, that's the thing with all games, and you just have to adjust and play to what you give, what we're given. Yeah. Yeah, one day. One day. Maybe, <laughs> they, maybe they'll... Um, maybe they'll unrank a season again. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need we don't need that was i think that might have i don't know about you Rick, but how much did you play in the um unranked season um i played I, I fully played about as much as i played the previous season but i did take a huge break in that season um so yeah i don't know yeah, that was my least that was the least i've played in any season that last season yeah, I think that might I think that might have worked against me as well because I think that then I go well I wasn't just like the usual just the normal mechanics of playing it with GBL every day that sort of keeps you in check in terms of like you know it keeps you keeps you sort of your counting in your or not counting as much as I play off field but like you know it keeps all your yeah throwing at the right time and all the other mechanics it could keeps yeah. in keeps in check when you're um when you're playing that consistently whereas I didn't play I think I played the season before last I think I played like two thousand games and then the last season I played like twelve hundred. Which is like, and I and I at one point there, I think up to I think up to season five, I'd played as I'd capped at battles every day up to season five, had not missed a day. Yeah, so, I, I was I was like that for a while. Um, I sort of started um, 
Because I normally hit Legend pretty early, so I normally sort of quit playing after that for a bit, but, um... Yeah, see, that's where we're opposite. I so you, hit you're both 20, like you're both 20 now, yeah? I'm still not. 20 what? Yeah. By the moment, yeah. Yeah, above, yeah, sorry, yeah. What are you at at the moment, Rick? Let's GBL chat quickly. Um, I'm at, like, 2,500. Yeah, so you're up veteran. Pretty quick spot. How do you like, how do you find a fossil? Uh, I liked it for the first few days, and I sort of hit a wall, um, and started playing Master League instead. Yeah, it's a bit of a jealous meta at the moment. Yeah, I was leading, um, Pelipper, um, and, yeah, I just started hitting a lot of jealous and leads, so <laughs> I just, I just quit at that point. I did that, and then started leading Berserker to try to get, try to, because it got a pretty good neutral play across the board, so I got pretty decent. Yeah, I've, so I've seen a lot of people doing well with Berserker, so. I was like, I'll chuck that on and lead after I saw about 10 jealous and then a classic, classic, get the algorithm hat on i was like oh well there's just now now all, <laughs> well, now all i'm seeing now now all i'm seeing is like swamper leads and i'm like yeah this is typical of the game but it's like it's you know it's one of those things it's just whatever part of the game yeah it's what it is but it's like i said it's, it's feeling a little bit i'm trying to ease back into playing my you know i've capped out a couple of times this season about my full battles which is like the last season i didn't do i didn't cap out many days at all even yeah, go battle like the go battle days i used to make sure i did all 20 battles in the even the nights when it was go battle night, I'd still do my full twenty sets for oh, yeah. PM and Dude, smash them out. Whereas, whereas <laughs> the other day I think I played like I did. I evolved a couple of mankeys because I had no mankey to evolve further to get the good a good one with the move. So I was like, I just did a couple to try to get one that was reasonable. I think I won the hundred fiftieth rank or something like that. Just to, yeah, that's right. I, so I, I had one in case. Yeah, I had that rank one at home and I forgot to evolve the bastard. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> I had a rank one already evolved. For, I think I used it's been around in a fair few silver cups, so I've used it. So I had it evolved to use with um the regular move set because cross ups are alright, but I always find close combat's better. Yeah. Across the board, but that's like you know that's just one of those things. So, yeah, it's good. It's good just to have the option right at some point, and the IVs aren't the be all end all. Especially not. Uh, so that's I pretty good. Well, pretty, yeah. pretty good yeah. roundup of um the yeah. I guess the Milwaukee slash Mexico slash Melbourne. Um, and that was about it. There was no other real product. There was no product news. God, that's another podcast. Um, there was no. Uh, there's no other real news because we touched it all last week. So I reckon we'll just wrap it up there. So yeah, it was good to um, touch on the anything. Probably quick chat of the early thoughts on the TCG, the current TCG event. Is in the one that's in Pogo. Wimpods, Wimpods everywhere. Wimpods everywhere. Have you got your 400 for a Glissapod yet? Got yours involved yet, Rick? No. No. <laughs> nah, I've not been right either. I think I'm pretty close, but um, yeah, I've just been got during the whole event pretty much. <laughs> it's just, that's like that's like the grindy aspect after like 2018 was just like just get the gotch on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just put just put the gotch on and drive around. That's what I do now. Yep. So that'll be that's. I think it's been it's good to see. Obviously, I don't think Glissabod's going to have much play play in the broader meta. I've seen a few people using it, but it doesn't seem too um. It's just like a worse form of record needing Great League, and then the Ultra League. It's not really same thing too many walls too many things yeah. that beat it so that's not really anything concerning in that regard so but it's cool mon definitely glissapod's definitely a cool mon for anyone that watches the anime i know we touched on this last week but i really like glissapod um, i think oh mate's a jerk the dragonite's around for people's kind of cool what's that the dragonite's being around for people's oh, yeah. kind of cool like if you get lucky enough to catch some weather boosted ones i mean if it doesn't fucking run after the first ball 
Um, I had a level one. I had a level one Dragonite run on me in like <laughs> the first two months of Pogo. I think it was up at like <laughs> in the harbor. It was like like forty CP one. Yeah, 40, 40 CP that ran on me, and I was just like, that is like, and now, and you remember, you, I used to get really triggered by the shadows in the decks. Yeah. So I was like, so um, I was like, um, I was just like, for fuck's sake, I, this thing for so long, I had this thing, so I was like, I have to go catch Dratini's now, go through uni there and get the Dratini pond. Well, I had the Dratini nest um, at JJ Kelly that I only went to like two or three times, and then they changed it. Yeah, I thought the Dratini wasn't in nests for a long time after that, wasn't it? They got rid of I know, it. yeah, well, yeah, they get they, they took it and hit Monchan out, because was it, McCabe was hit Monchan, and yeah, they took that out too, like, on that first, like, was it two weeks in, three weeks in, they changed nests? Yeah. Where do you, well, you, you're up from, um, you're said Northern Beaches, aren't you, Rick? Yeah. So, you, do you, do you go to the, into the city for the comp days and stuff, or? You uh, I've, I've done one or two in the city, but, um... Yeah, I don't, I don't play as much. Like, I pretty much just PvP now, um, so um, it's not something I really do these days. Yeah, so not too. Like, you sort of evolve. If the move's good for PvP, you'll do them and play for the XLs, maybe. Yeah, but, but I'll, I'll just play locally. So, yeah. And there's obviously, there's obviously a decent. There's always, there's always a decent enough spot to play right locally. There's always some park or somewhere that has a decent. Yeah, like where, where I live, um, pretty good. Like just outside, but um, I'll. If I if I really want to grind it, I'll go to Manly Beach. That's um oh yeah, yeah, pretty good there. All the so. shops that are there as well, aren't they? What's that? The shops and all that are up there as well. Are quite it's quite packed in for stuff. They're like probably yeah. shops and stuff right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I caught a um. I think I was up in Manly and caught a hundo. What did I catch in Manly? There's a hundo. I think I caught up there a long time ago, like 2017. Maybe in Abra, back way back when mm. we were up there shopping, and I was like. Where dis that was when Discord was like pinging, so it was like for all the people that hate oh, Discord, yeah. Discord hundos for all you people that hate that stuff. Then, um, there was one that pinged on there, and I was just like, everyone was shopping. I was like, I'm just gonna go for a walk. <laughs> They're like, what? <laughs> I did as well. I've done a few things. Where I've just gone, just ducked away when parents have been like, we're at in Chester Hill for a family function. I was just like, oh, there's a hundo slack off around the corner. I'm just gonna go for a drive. Give me the keys, please. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna catch it to transfer it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually, I think I did. I actually ended up transferring a hundo slacking just because I was like, it was in my top page, and so I evolved because I had another oh, one yeah. that was, it was yeah. in my top page that really wound me up. I was like, I don't want this thing anywhere near my top twelve. So I was really bothered about that for a long time for whatever reason. You know, the things they just stupid pogo players like. Nah, I'm the same with that. Yeah. I, I, I never wanted to evolve. Like I had like a level thirty five one or something. I evolved and I transferred that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like get out of my top. Get, yeah. You're like three thousand eight hundred CP and shit. Yeah. Get far away. And other people, there's people like our local that have like maxed the thing, and I'm like, don't max it. What, <laughs> yeah. are, what are you doing? What are you maxing nothing for? It's absolutely useless. And like, no, I'm just gonna max it. It's, it's like, oh yeah, but it goes to five thousand CP. Who cares? It's literally a punching bag. It's three points in a gym. It's all it is. Because so, yeah, my one, yeah, my hundo now, I, I deleted one that was like 4,050 CP or something like that to then evolve one that was good to go to like 3,900, <laughs> which feels so <laughs> stupid now because I think it's like not even, it's still not in there now because of all the, obviously level 50 mods, it's not in, it's not in the top, I think it's like by 20 something on now, so it's not, not terrible for that, but still like pre, it's just so stupid to have around, it's just such a useless mod. Wait for someone to run in like open master league, someone front in factions to see. See if how useless actually is. Until they slip up and give it lock on. <laughs> give, it, give it, give it, give it counter. <laughs> see if I go mental. Or, yeah, like 
<laughs> I feel like there's so many mons that are just like giving it counter away from being like filth meta. So many mons like that where you're just like, just give it counter and we'll fix it. Imagine counter chance here or something. <laughs> I'd love to see this. Um, there was a mon that they um, there obviously there's um people that love the PV poke um, like PV poke just yeah because you can obviously put custom move sets into um, onto mons in there in the Sims, and there was, I think there was one that you play, I think it was it might have been counter chancy where it was like it's matchups against the whole meta was it something or something it was a joke it was like it was far too they could never do it because it was just too dominant yeah it just won absolutely everything which is like I'd love to see, I'd love to see him just do it just to see what it um. Should be, like be like an April Fool's event where they just give it counter for a day. Oh, that is good. That's that's a really good idea. Like, I do like it because remember we've had a few good. We've had a few fun. Um, obviously I really enjoyed the um when they put everything to the eight bit. Oh yeah. The it, it triggered the crap out of people, and I was like, it's it's still kind of funny for like. Totally think, different, yeah, right? I liked it, but they left it for too long. Like it was... they did, it was. It got annoying eventually. <laughs> okay, it was Counter Chancy, right? So, do you want to hear Counter Chancy against the whole meta? Yeah. So Counter has against every mon in Great League. It has seven hundred and seventy-eight wins and five losses. Ooh. <laughs> the five losses are against oh your your boy Rick. We got uh, Talonflame. Oh, okay. Registeel. Registeel still beats is interesting. Oh, With yeah, counter, even as a counter. Registeel, Lugia, Lugia which, makes, <laughs> which, makes, which makes sense. Um, Talon Flame, Shadow Lugia, and Hooper. Okay. That is, that is, that is absolutely outrageous. <laughs> That's so stupid. Loses five matchups. Wonder if we could counter and pup. <laughs> oh, God. Surely it loses to nothing then. Yeah. That's so ridiculous. I, I think it's, that's one of those things where like, there's, there's some mods you just can't give moves, and that's probably the reason why. But I think I mean, that's why they did jump. They accidentally gave Camera up that move, just he, like, and I don't know how. Like, what they give it? They gave it Mud Shot, the oh. the, the one it didn't have, and yeah, they accidentally did a Dream Go Fest. Oh, that was why. The, did you see the Azu? Do you see the Azu with Mud Shot? Yeah. Mud Shot Azu. I was like, oh my god, a spammy what? Azu is so scary. Like what old I, bubble used to be. I do love, I do love the um the random because they did that. I think they took um what what did they do it to recently? They actually took it off it because remember there's been a couple of times. Well, they, they took they took that off it. Primate got when primate oh, got yeah, wet yeah, ball. Pro- oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just so, yeah, maybe one day we will have counter chancy and then it will take them two hours to ban it from Great League. <laughs> Just meme events are what we're going for. And on that note, I reckon we wrap up there. Yeah, definitely. We've 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 we've, we've rambled on. We've rambled on about absolutely nothing. We can cover anything else at that point. It's probably got a little bit a little bit quiet in the next couple of weeks. If, I think we've got this event, and then we'll we'll wait in here. I'm assuming we'll get a little bit of announcements coming up. Yeah, we we should get a July content preview next week, and also July's the the anniversary of Pogo. Usually, oh, they'll have is that six a years. Quick little shout for that. Yeah, six, six, six years of Pogo. We met. I asked a quick one before we go. I met a kid in in the line for registration for Melbourne. As a young kid, showing us um, he had his little Squirtle plushie and he was um showing off his Pokemon, asking asking what level we were and all that sort of thing. And he uh, goes, he um, he asked us, like, how old are you, bud? And he says, oh, I'm five. And I was like, oh. <laughs> you, 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 you said, oh, you're, you're, the game's older than you, bud. And his dad laughed. He goes, yeah. So he goes, I haven't thought about that. But it is. So, he says oh, really, it was really cool to see, and he's and he's dad, his dad played the um, PvP tournament. He was going up for Pogo. He was absolutely, absolutely buzzing. It was like that was like probably the 
almost the highlight of the weekend, I think. That kid was absolutely buzzing in. One of the mer- Although I was really paranoid about, um, I didn't want to have a Pokemon Mega just in case it made any connection issues. But he yeah. was really determined to evolve. He wanted to Mega, want to see what Mega Beedrill looked like. So he was just like, Mega Evolve, and I was like, I'll go for it. <laughs> Spent some Mega energy, you just like, just go for it, bud. So it was, it was, that was probably one of the little highlights. Things like that, well, I think, makes the, um, the game really enjoyable. I know, especially yeah. for um, our local, we have a bunch of kids that come around and play the game. It's um, good to see the excitement when they get shinies and stuff. That, you know, the stuff that we're very blase about, where you know you want to have the shiny, but they're on their third and they're still screaming and excited <laughs> about it, which is great. Which is what um, I guess that's the what the game should be about, as opposed to um, you know the the grinding and you know the, just I don't know throwing your wall at me two raids. Yeah. Matt, talking to you, brag. Hey. <laughs> I'm be fair. giddy and excited too. <laughs> I know. I, I, what I, I think I got shiny recently. It was that. I just got really excited about the shiny I got. I can't remember what it was. Oh, the... um, I did get... What was it? I was really, really, really... I hadn't had a real excited, like, reaction. Because shinies, you now you just go, oh, whatever. Oh, yeah, so we go, ah, cool. Probably, like, you know, same as Mewtwo. There's not a couple this time I've got. Here we go. I got a... um. Oh, hit on top. Oh yeah, that, oh, I hit my top, and I was like really excited. I was like, oh, that's quite, that's actually quite, that's like, quite exciting. While well, one, I was like, oh, a bit of a, and like almost like a little gasp, and I was like, oh, this is, I haven't had that feeling for a while. Hit my top's older than that kid too. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, thanks for joining us, Rick. No Good worries, luck with you. worlds. Yeah, we'll um, be watching. I'm gonna be doing watch party stream, brag for involved watch party for um when Rick and Vish are playing, and obviously Adam and Rob as well. Hopefully, Adam, I know that um Vish's GoFunds. GoFundMe's going well to get him over there, so he looks like he'll be going. Rick's obviously... I know, have you heard that from the payment stuff of that? Uh, no, I haven't heard anything from him. So. Have, you got your, have, you got your shirt, have you got your shirt in game yet? No, no, no. Oh, yet. boo! That's what you want more than anything. Yeah, I know. That's, that's, better, that's better than the travel <laughs> money. That's better than the travel money for sure. So that's... Yeah. Hopefully then we'll get to see... Hopefully Adam's Adam's a little bit behind Vish on the um, GoFundMe, but hopefully they get over there and we'll get to... Um, Watch Adam, Rob, Rick, and Vish all go over there, and smash it. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, too easy. Bye. Catch you. Catch you later. Yeah. <laughs>